The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamualaikum, I'm Dr. Amna and welcome to the Health and Fitness Show on Inspire FM. The time is 6pm, it's Thursday the 1st of December 2022 and for the next hour we'll be focusing on your health and fitness. Now today is a bit of a different show because we've pre-recorded with some excellent guests. We have Harun Mota from Muslim Runners and Muslim Hikers that you may have seen on the BBC recently. We also have Noshin Hussein who is a local GP like me who has been on the show before with uh, Revolution and was one of the ladies who ran the marathon with us this year. And in the second half of the show, we also have Bushra from Reshape Gym, letting you know if if you think that actually right now it's a bit too much to think about hiking up a mountain or climbing the marathon, what things you can do right here in Luton and give you something to think about maybe just before the new start of the new year and everyone's standard every year, new year, new me. So let's get started and meet our first guest. Assalamu alaikum Harun, thank you so much for joining us um, this evening. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and why you set up Muslim Hikers? Assalamu alaikum everyone, uh, great to be here, yeah. thanks for inviting us. Um, I'm the founder of Active Inclusion Network, and we have some uh, successful projects like Muslim Hikers, which is uh, very popular for the Muslim community, getting people outdoors and also Muslim runners. Um, I've been running for about 10 years wow. and uh, hiking for nearly 20 years now. And I'm based in Coventry, a uh, city which is very diverse, similar to, to Luton. Yeah, yeah. And I found it so strange when I used to adventure into the countryside, You know how few people there were of ethnic minority and how few people... Muslims in particular were engaging in these activities. So uh, from that experience of the lack of our people being in the outdoors, I felt like I wanted to be part of some type of solution that would bring greater diversity and inclusion in the outdoors. And for many years, I was involved in charity work, fundraising, mainly hiking. I ended up hiking in the Himalayas, climbing Kilimanjaro, wow. uh, hiking mountains in, mountains in the south of America. And all whilst, you know, fundraising for causes, but bringing people together from our communities to fundraise. And um, Because our communities are very good with, like, hiking for fundraising. I remember when I was at uni, it was like, you have to do Snowden, like any kind of, like, charity week. It was like Muslims climbing Snowden and, like, raising money. I'm glad you said that, because you know what? We're so good at helping other people, but not good at helping ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And um, tell people to get outside for well-being just for yeah. the sake of it for themselves. And they'll be like, no, why? But tell them to do it, to fundraise uh, for a cause yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In, in the third world. And they'll say yes. And I think that's part of the culture that I'm trying to change. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about me and uh, mm-hmm. what I do. Uh, I've quit my work in, in fundraising, my full-time job in fundraising, mm-hmm. to develop community initiatives. And one of them community initiatives uh, are... Um, well, it's a project called Muslim Hikers, which has rapidly grown to become the largest community in the world for wow. Muslims who are interested in the outdoors. Awesome. And that has happened very much by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I set up the Muslim Hikers page on Instagram in September 2020 during the pandemic, purely for the purpose of creating online community to share positive vibes, to tackle loneliness and isolation. And that page received so much recognition and appreciation, not just here in the UK, but globally. Wow. And uh, it is what it is today. And uh, it is what you've seen it to be because you've attended some of our events yourself. So yeah, yeah, maybe I, I, should, I should interview you now. Tell me about <laughs> what it was like for you. 
Well, I mean, it, it was an amazing experience. I joined because a couple of our uh, local girls who we've had on the show before, uh, who ran the marathon with you, with myself, um, with thousands of other people earlier this year, um, had been and had had such a good experience. And I had done the kind of standard climb Snowden for charity. Um, and it was difficult and it was rainy. And I just thought, why do people, why do people do this? Like, I, I wouldn't want to do it. Um, but actually there was so much good feedback and it was such a nice group. Um, I ended up going by myself um, that day. I hadn't planned to, but it, it was just me and I never felt like I was alone. Like I think I really struggled kind of going up there because again, the weather was you know pretty horrible, um, but it was great. Everyone was so supportive. Everyone was so happy. It was such a good experience to kind of just be have you know just being around like-minded people in a really great environment um and then getting to a goal and then just having fun and I don't think I'd done that before with such a large group of Muslims and I think that's what really made it special I think so many people actually feedback in the same way that it's so special just being amongst people who are of a similar background and community yeah. we just had a hike on Sunday in the Peak District for 200 people. We had a girl travel from Denmark to join us. And uh, she was saying the same thing that, you know, back home, she doesn't have a mm. culture which is so inclusive and, and diverse. Yeah. And uh, when she heard about our walk, she she traveled from Denmark to join. She had wow. the best time ever. Amazing. That, I, that must be a record. Do you have a record of how far people have gone? I know I met somebody who'd come from Scotland and I was like, wow, that's pretty far. We've now had... Uh, it seems to be the girls that do all the traveling. We've had uh, yes, a girl travel. <laughs> you are. We've had uh, a girl travel from Sweden. Wow. We've had a girl travel from Denmark, like I just mentioned. We had two girls, two sisters who traveled all the way from New York. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. This was just last month. They came to me at the end of the walk. I said, Haroon, uh, we're Sahara and Sarah from New York. I was like, you what? Like, from where? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think also it's important because females you know unless a lot of us kind of growing up we were always told you know you need to take your brother or when you get married your husband and all of those things and I really struggled with that as somebody kind of who got married a couple of years ago I thought well actually I want to do all of these things and you know what if I never get married or what if I get married when I'm 40 years old am I going to wait to do all of these things and as much as we can kind of say you know yes be independent and blah 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 I would never think about hiking in the middle of nowhere, something I've never done before by myself. But knowing that you're in that community and kind of you feel safer with Muslims around you, other, you know, si single girls that support you, you're more able to do it. Absolutely. I think that is reflected by the fact that we have about 70% female participation mm -hmm. in all of our walks. And that's a pattern that has been there from the start. And we talk about barriers for South Asian communities or barriers for Muslim communities in general these barriers, whether cultural or community barriers, these are amplified for women for the reasons you mm -hmm. said, and whether it's safety and, and security or whether it's uh, attitude and mentality and confidence, yeah. they're all linked. And the fact that we promote safety in numbers in non-judgmental environment, mm -hmm. uh, we allow people to you know, thrive and come and, and be happy. And uh, it's, it's great to see that brotherhood and sisterhood, uh, you know, being good reasons for people getting together and taking care of their well-being. Yeah. And uh, I think during the pandemic, we, we we saw very evidently how important the outdoors was, was becoming for the purpose of well-being, particularly for mental health. And uh, it's important that we don't forget about the outdoors now that we can go all the time. It tends yeah. to be that, you know, something gets taken away, our freedom gets taken away like it was in the pandemic, so everyone wanted to get outside. But that needs to continue. The outdoors is there, free, and it's for everyone. And that's something that I am very passionate about in terms of encouraging people to get outside more, to take care of their well-being. Yeah. And actually, I you can do all of these things in this country, really not that far away from, you know, where most, most people live, because you do it all over the country. It's not just in one specific bit. You know, we did one in Box Hill in Surrey, Surrey, Sussex, Surrey. Yep, sorry, sorry, Hills, sorry. yeah. There we go. Sorry, Hills, that was it. Um, so really not that far away from London. Um, and I thought that was a really good experience because it's not, you know, you don't have to travel four hours, six hours to go somewhere, which some people think, you know, that's what you have to do. 
Yeah, I mean, our walks take place every single month, at least once a month. And we walk in various different national parks and areas of outstanding beauty. And yes, more of them tend to be in sort of central and, and northern England because there's but more national We are going to work on, uh, because there are areas of outstanding national beauty in and around Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire. So watch Absolutely. the space. We are going to work together and find something more local for all our listeners. Inshallah, definitely. We need people to uh, check out Muslim hikers online on socials yeah. and our website. Stay connected. Whether you're staying connected to sign up to events or whether it's staying connected to feel part of the community yeah. or just to be inspired by, you know, good content. We're always sharing case studies, films, uh, videos and all sorts just to try and normalize uh, the outdoors for, for our communities. Yeah, and you have you've been on the news a lot and on the BBC um, a few days ago now uh, with the show. So can you tell us a little bit about the kind of response that people have had? Yeah, so we've been on BBC I think a couple of times in in the last month. Firstly, it was for BBC Countryfile. We were, yeah. we were on the um, Green Space Dark Skies Light Show. So that was a couple of weeks ago. That mm -hmm. was a fantastic contribution for a light show. Unfortunately, we received quite a bit of racist abuse online as a result of that, and that's been documented in the media. But most recently, uh, just a few days ago, in fact, uh, I had my own documentary called My Walking Family, aired on BBC One. It is available on uh, iPlayer now, so go check that out. It's uh, labelled uh, as part of the series We Are England. Um, so that's about we'll me. We'll it all in the post as well uh, on Instagram. Yeah. So that's about me and my family uh, and following our journey as a family and how we're trying to overcome the barriers to get outside more so uh the cameras follow my sisters my mom a little bit they come into our home and we just talk about our journey in the outdoors and about muslim hikers and um it also follows us up scaffold pike i think scaffold pike was yes, the first yeah. hike you did with us for yeah. muslim hikers so yeah if you want to see dr amna on tv <laughs> Uh, go check in out. In the rain, like a drowned rat, but still smiling. <laughs> Hopefully, this is one of the bits that I was still smiling and not a bit that I was just drowned that wet. Day was so incredibly wet. Like I've been, mm -hmm. you know, the mountains so many times, and you always remember some of your most wettest days, and that was one of them. It's actually like you know when they talk about raining sideways. That day I was. I think. I think it's me. I think I'm bad luck because last year I did Love Luton, um, and that was apparently, you know, people who have run marathons and lots and lots of things have said that was the wettest run that they have ever ever done, um, and it was kind of that kind of weather. <laughs> it was just awful. But still, at the end of it, I still thought, well, this is great. I love it. Um, you know, maybe half an hour afterwards, I think immediately afterwards, I was just really cold. But as soon as you kind of settle down, you're like, I achieved that. I yeah. did that and what a great day. And I and I came back and I did it again. Alhamdulillah. And I think it's about, you know, just getting outside, finding yeah. your own sense of accomplishment, whether it's for reaching a summit or whether it's just for braving the conditions. And uh, yeah, you'll see some of that in the uh, documentary. So yeah, do, te do check that out. Excellent. Thank you so, so much for your time. Um, it was really, really lovely to speak to you. And so I think that was your kind of inspirational message, really, wasn't it? Just get out there. Follow my, yeah, I think my message is to really take care of our well-being. Mm. Uh, often we get so busy, so distracted with work, family, and all the stresses of life. Uh, sometimes we just need to slow down. Yeah. We need to stop. We need to reflect. And sometimes going outside helps us do all of that. Yeah. Definitely. So get outside, enjoy a bit of fresh air, take a deep breath. Going outside doesn't necessarily mean, you know, going to a national park. It could mean, you know, going to a local urban green space mm. or even just stepping into your back garden if you have one and yeah. just stop, breathe some fresh air. I think it's just stopping. I think it's just yeah. taking that moment to stop and move from being inside and in something man-made to just kind of nature. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes even just walking down your street yeah. at home, for, for people who drive, like, do you even remember what it feels like to walk down your own street? And sometimes you ask people, yeah. God, when was the last time I walked down my street? Like, you can't remember. Like, That's sometimes so yeah, do that. Go walk down your own street. Remember who your neighbours are. Or just sit on a bench, just watch people. I love doing that. And sometimes you need to be outside more just to remind yourself of, of how blessed we are and we you are. Know, forget about the stresses. 
Yeah. And sometimes that's great for your well-being. So yeah, my message, get outside more, be active and try and be healthier and happier, inshallah. Yeah, alhamdulillah, inshallah. Yeah, that's a really positive message. I'm actually going to try that. I'm going uh, because I think when I was kind of semi trying uh, tra- training for the marathon, that's the only time I leave my house and I walk because I do like a little walk before I start running. But apart yeah. from that, I just get in my car because my car on my drive. Um, yeah. And actually, I wonder how many people listening also do that. And just that small change, just walking to the end of your road and back and just having that time to breathe and just look around you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. See, so, you know, listeners, if that's something, you know, if you want to take one one step forward today, you know, maybe it's not going straight away to hike, although you might want to, and we'll link all the um, the Instagram page for Muslim hikers and Muslim runners, um, if you want to be inspired by people who run as well. And I hear there's Muslim cyclists as well. We do have a Muslim cyclist page as well. It's just about creating community and uh, making sure that people that carry these hobbies don't feel alone. And that's the feedback we've had from people who discover our page. They say, wow, you know, I thought I was the only Muslim who enjoyed hiking, but now I see thousands and thousands of people who share hobbies like mine and it just normalizes that activity and it makes people feel good. So that's exactly what we're trying to do. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and inshallah, we'll see you on a hike and maybe with some of our listeners. If you're, if you're coming, let us know and let Haroon know as well, inshallah. Inshallah. Asalaamu Alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, Nusheen. Thank you for joining us. Walaikum assalam, Amna. You're most welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So as we've just had, um, we've just been speaking to Haroon from Muslim Hikers. So, um, And you were the one who got me introduced to Muslim Hikers and Muslim Runners and everything else. So why don't you tell us your story about how you got involved? Yeah, sure. So um, I went to Palestine before COVID and uh-huh. I was very lucky to um, actually visit refugee camps in Ramallah and distribute aid there and we were working with Penny Appeal so okay. when we came back to the UK uh, obviously I had to visit a Palest- the Palestine Expo in London mm-hmm. and at that time I met Harun at um, the Penny Appeal store who was the head of challenges there mm-hmm. um, so, uh, I mean at that at that time I also wanted to take to mountain climbing but none mm-hmm. of my friends would join me they would say oh it's not my thing or I'm too yeah. busy etc so when you have that when you have that inclination um or, or that wish for something somehow you 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 know the instagram and the google overlords they read your mind and they send <laughs> yeah. they, they send you things about hiking so i mm-hmm. i used to be advert about you know the challenges um penny appeal had to ben nevis and snowdon and machu picchu and Kilimanjaro, and i would t- tell i would just wish that if i wish i could join these uh events but n- nobody would join me so i met harun and i told him look um i'm, I'm interested um mm-hmm. i've been seeing your ads um but i'm on my own he said don't worry i've taken a a, a group of women to um everest base camp you mm-hmm. can come to um south america machu picchu and you can see the background there so oh wow okay and that was your first hike that was my first hike. So wow, yeah, five. Yeah, it was. I think it was uh, fifteen thousand feet. Um, wow. it's a lot of um the, the thing is that, but when I was doing, uh, when I signed up to that hike, I had to attend training days with uh-huh. Penny, Ben Nevis, and Kinder Scout and Mount Snowden. So uh, okay, so you had to do smaller ones first to kind of prepare you. Yeah, so there were training days that were arranged. Uh-huh. Okay, so I see. I didn't have to do extra fundraising for them. So mm-hmm. although I wished, I, I used to, you know, I used to dream about atten- attending these smaller hikes. I got to sign up for the bigger one, and then the smaller ones just fell into place. So that was my first involvement with hiking and meeting Harun. Ah, wow! So that that's a really big commitment to kind of go from nothing and to you know having such a big goal, mashallah. And that's just what we were just talking about in terms of um you know, lots of people wanting to do these things, but not knowing who to go with. And that, you know, Muslim hikers and Muslim runners allows us the space as women, as Muslim women to be able to do these things, which is amazing. And how yeah. many hikes have you done since? How many hikes have I done since? Yeah. I, I, I've lost count, honestly. I've lost really? count. The, the biggest one was uh, Machu Picchu. And then I did the three highest peaks in the UK and Scotland um, and Wales. So um, Kinder Scout, I'm not, Sorry, Ben Nevis, Mount Snowden, and uh, Scaffold Bike. I've done these three, and I've done many small ones since. 
Wow, amazing, mashallah. And what would you say to somebody who, you know, is listening to this and thinking, well, actually, maybe I want to do it, but they're a little bit scared or apprehensive? Well, um, perhaps ask them, what is it that's making them scared? Is it the novelty of the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, is it something that they haven't done before? Are they worried about what equipment to take, etc.? If that's the case, then don't worry. You know, we have to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say, sign up for the next hike um, with Muslim hikers. They have the Mamdar hike uh, on Christmas Day. And they have hikes throughout the year as well. So sign up. Um, you will get information about what to take. And if you're on your own, so for example, if you're a single woman, then don't worry because, you know, you'll be... Uh, you, you make new friends on the way it's not a problem exactly and that's what we were just talking about in terms of the um you know having that community um is great um as kind of single women and i think you touched on a really good point in terms of preparation and knowing what to take and you know going with um an experienced group you know they tell you exactly these are the things that you need to take and i really would follow that really well because you know if they say you need waterproofs then you definitely need waterproofs yeah i remember that I, the first um when i signed up with penny appeal i i was at um, mountain warehouse and i didn't know what to buy mm. and i was calling um taksima with you know helping the girls there mm. i was calling her from mountain warehouse asking her what what, what what's a water bladder what do i take which waterproof which socks um but that was my very first one and now it now it's like getting up in the morning putting your shoes up putting your shoes on and going for a hike it's not a problem wow amazing amazing and obviously we know you've been on the show before um that that then led you to doing the marathon this year um yeah. mashallah. do you have any other kind of next goals in terms of sports or fitness yeah sure um so i want to do, do the um six major marathons marathon majors they call it mm-hmm. um so I've run London, I want to do it again, and then um, Berlin, Boston, New York, Chicago, and Tokyo. So that's my next aim, inshallah, <laughs> praying for it. Wow, inshallah, that's amazing. Um, and what about kind of smaller goals? So those are kind of maybe more, I would I would say, you know, lifetime goals. Um, but what about in between? How do you keep motivated to get yourself kind of go up and going? Or what things do you do locally? So I try to go for my runs every week. When I do the marathon, you have to be consistent because I don't know if you've read the book called Atomic Habits. So small habits compound into big habits, right? So um, it's consistency, showing up for yourself every day. Um, and eventually that leads to bigger things. It, so maybe have a big goal in mind, but you have to take those small steps to, to help you get to that big goal. Um, yeah. You can't wake up in the morning. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to just wake up in the morning and decide that, hey, I'm going to run the marathon the next day. So mm-hmm. I have to start preparing from, um, you know, four months beforehand to make sure my nutrition is right. So um, a few yeah. things that we do, um, what's really helped is having a plan. So having a weekly uh-huh. plan that mm-hmm. on Thursday, Saturday, Sundays, I'm going to go for my runs yeah. and I'm going to run this much distance. So mm-hmm. making sure that I have my clothes out the night before, my shoes out, um, um, plan my meals around it. So taking small steps. Yeah, and you're right, actually, because I think we all talk about, you know, how little time we have and we're all busy and we're all, you know, doing things in our lives. But actually, you know, there are 24 hours in a day. You know, you're only sleeping for maybe eight of them. My maths is going to let's do quick maths now. 18, 18 hours left. Um, and that's a lot of time, you know, and how long does a run take? You know, you can you only need to be out for 20 minutes, half an hour or so. Um, and that's enough, isn't it? Um, but it's what you prioritize and maybe having it in a plan is a good idea. Yeah. And also um, be a little bit mindful about how much commitment you take. Um, that's a good idea. You know what you mentioned, that's an excellent idea, having a plan and um, prioritizing. Um, but I would also say prioritize your headspace as well. Because yeah. in, in, I think in the West, what we do is that we, we pack every single hour of the day with yeah. things to do. And yeah. it's not only time management, it's mind management as well. So yeah. if you try to pack in too much that um, you, you just some even if you prioritize, right, then mm-hmm. more things will get onto your plate because people will people will find out that, hey, she gets things done and they will give you more jobs to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, almost don't want to be too good at everything because then you'll be expected to do everything. No, you're so right. And actually, you know, I think we'd have to constantly remind ourselves of that because, you know, I was just saying being mindful and going outside and just kind of going for a walk and then straight away I'm saying now no make a plan and be committed and fill all your time um, and actually maybe a balance of in between both of those things is what we need yeah yeah I mean uh, yeah you're right you're absolutely right but you're also right you know when you said that how long will a run take so maybe um 
maybe if, if like even if you do 5k it will take one hour for most people even if you walk it will take one yeah. hour so yeah. maybe keep that one hour for yourself that's your me time and yeah. then once you do it, it it's done but also um maybe when you do long distance training not take too much not take on new projects or more responsibilities mm-hmm. yeah it's prioritizing that kind of this experience is something in your life isn't it to, yeah. that you want to take forward excellent well I mean thank you so much for being with us today I think those are really good kind of practical tips and they fit in um you know with what we've been talking about about just giving yourself that time and you know just I think letting yourself enjoy it um and I think it's all well and good to have these big goals but like you said just turning up for yourself every single day is yeah is really important. Thank you so much, Nusheen. Um, after the break, inshallah, we will be um, joining uh, Reshape Gym. So if you think actually all of these things that we've been talking about are, you know, really great, but they're really far away and I just want something on my doorstep, then we'll be talking uh, to one of the girls from Reshape Gym on Britannia Estates about um, maybe, you know, if you want to join their gym or what things they have available um, in a women's only space. Um, If you do want to join us, please do, um, please do get in touch via Instagram or via WhatsApp on 0777-948-1822. And we'll be linking all of the um, things that we've talked about on the Instagram page as well. We'll see you in a few minutes, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the health and fitness show on Inspire FM. I'm Dr. Amna and today we're focusing on new things that we can do for our health and fitness in preparation for the new year inshallah. So I have with me today Bushra from Reshape Gym. Um, in Britannia Estates right here in Luton to talk to us about all the things that they have to offer and why it's important that you join a gym and possibly their gym with us in the new year. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Thank you for joining us. So tell us a little bit about Reshape for those who have not heard about it. Okay, so uh, we started two years ago and we've just been growing and growing and it's become really popular amongst um, our um, community in Luton. Yeah. So, you know, the ladies like um, to have a women-only space mm-hmm. and um, to exercise, to not be judged and to, you know, improve their health. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a completely women-only space, um, your gym. Yeah. Okay. And why was that important? Obviously, we know, like, as hijabis, it's important, you know, to have that space. But were there any other things? I know there's lots of things, lots of places that offer kind of women-only classes. Why is your your gym different? Um, because no men come in here ever. Unless it's out of hours um, to repair stuff, no man is allowed to come in. And it's really important because if you're in the middle of a workout and a man walks in, you know, you don't want to be running and finding your hijab. You just want to relax and just be yourself and focus on, you know, your workout. Yeah, yeah. And that's really important, actually. You're right, because it's that kind of panic of do you constantly have something near you that you can kind of wear? It's not nice. Yeah. Okay, great. So um, um, when are you guys open? So we're open from 6am to 9pm um, during the weekdays. And on the weekend, we're open from 8am to 3pm. 
Okay, so that's that's quite a that's a, you know a lot of hours, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, initially we started like nine to nine to six, and yeah. the girls that are working, they were like, "Well, we finish work at six, so you need to be open longer." So we yeah. just extended the hours, and it really works now. So more people are allowed, uh, you know, able to come with their busy schedules. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I I come at six o'clock sometimes, don't I? And there's actually quite a few people. Yeah, yeah I mean you're here at six I'm here every day at 6 a.m I work out um you know four times a week at 6 a.m because we've got everyone's got busy lives so it's it's easier just to you know I'll pray for Jen and then just start working out yeah look after your um you know Islam, Islam worship Allah and then you just start your workout look after your body yeah. And we're really lucky, aren't we, at the moment, because it's like perfect timing to wake up, pray Fajr and then like get on with your day, isn't it? Yeah, it's perfect. OK, so um, what would you say for somebody who has, you know, never been to a gym before? You know, what, what, how would you introduce them to it? OK, so a lot of girls come in here and their main objective is to lose weight. And I would say there's a really big misconception that you just start doing cardio. And okay. as soon as girls do cardio, um, they can't breathe, they're uncomfortable, they're, you know, struggling and they think, oh, exercise isn't for me. So what we do differently is um, we do strength training and then little bursts of cardio, like um, skipping, mm-hmm. um, you know, and little hit training moves like jags and just introduce a little bit of cardio and a um, little bit of w- weight training. Oh, so that, those are things already that you've said that I don't know. So um, could you talk to us a little bit more about kind of hit training and jags? I think that's what kind of scares me about the gym. I feel like um, people have this whole other language that I just don't understand. And I just think, oh, that's really, really not for me. But does it need to be that technical? Uh, no. Uh, so high uh, hit training is high intensity training. So over short bursts. Mm-hmm. So you could do HIT training literally within five minutes. Okay. Okay. So that's quite, that's quite doable. I think you know because I think yeah. that's also the other thing. I think if I sign up to a class, and we'll talk about classes in a minute, um, then you know that's a that's a long commitment. That's like forty five minutes or an hour. But yeah. you know, just start off with five minutes. Yeah, just start off with five minutes, and even if your fitness level isn't that great. Do one minute, do one minute skip, you know, even if you don't come to the gym, skip for one minute and then maybe add 10 seconds the next day, add 10 seconds, keep improving on your cardiovascular strength. And, you know, this is how you're going to, um, you know, improve. Mm, okay. And you said four times a week. Well, I train four times a week. I do um, four times weight training and then two times cardio. Oh, that's 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 now gone up from four to six times. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I enjoy the weight training side more, and I don't, you know, we don't have big muscles or anything, but you just yeah. get stronger. I think that's a that's the thing that most women kind of feel or are scared of, like saying, "Oh, I don't want to get too muscly. I don't want to get too kind of man like." Yeah, I you know, like when you do strength training, it's functional movements that we do. So in everyday life, you know how people have, oh, my knees are hurting, my yeah. um, back's hurting, this is hurting. If you train the muscles around the joints, you're not going to get these um, injuries. You're just going to mm-hmm. be more together, more solid and less injuries. You have to prepare your body for life. Yeah. Yeah. I do always tell people that, you know, when patients come and they say, you know, my knee is hurt or, you know, they when they're getting a little bit older, they're getting arthritis in the big joints. Um, um, I always say, you know, if you if the muscles around those joints are kind of stronger, you'll be more able to do things. But also yeah. cause less pain. Yeah, less pain. And, you know, um, like even on your day-to-day activities you will feel like you have more energy and you're going to be up and go when you have to do something you're not going to be like oh I don't know if I can do that you just feel it's a feeling of strength 
Yeah, I think it's increasing confidence as well because, like, yeah. for me, I've always kind of felt like, oh, I'm just like, I'm just really weak. And I, in, you know, when I first started with you, uh, yeah. I was really well. I still am weak, but no. I am weak than I was. Um, I mean, if we look at your progress, how we monitor progress is how much load you can lift. Yeah. So yeah. when we started you did struggle didn't we yeah. and and then slowly slowly like the pull-ups for example mm. you can pull up assisted um your body weight whereas before it was a struggle Mm-mm-mm. and yeah. you just keep increasing on that just building building and I feel like that that's actually you know things that you can you use that like I feel a bit more confident to kind of just like pick up shopping or like go shopping if something's a little bit heavy I'm like yeah it's fine I can carry it for like a few more minutes whereas I'd always be like oh no it's too weak or I'm not going to be able to carry it exactly Um, and you know uh, one of the inspiration uh, inspirational ladies that comes here um she's she's an older lady but she um you know, she was waiting for her sons to move furniture around. And you know how boys take their time. Yeah, so yeah. She decided to get up and do it herself. And she said it was so easy. I can't believe because she does weight training and she's got stronger. Yeah. And, you know, we're so proud of her. She's here all the time working out. And there's uh, another auntie that comes here and, you know, she was um, depressed and didn't want to leave her house after COVID. Mm. And she started coming in and she lost four inches around her waist. Wow. And she feels happy. And I saw her walking in Bury Park. She's literally skipping. (laughs) And like she was skipping on the way to the gym in case she's late for the class. And I thought, (laughs) you know what, this is this is what it's about. This is why we do it. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's that whole kind of different body, mind, mindset, isn't it? Um, When you're doing something different, but also, you know, obviously all of this is about kind of exercise, increasing your kind of endorphins and making you feel better, but also generally fitter. So we know all of that, but I think it's also, you know, part of the routine and seeing your progress, like you just said, um, you know, I really struggled with because I I'd never really I'd never done any kind of formal proper um kind of weight training. Um yeah. but you still see the difference and you and do. Actually- Even a little bit, you know, um you start it's not like you're gonna come in here and you're gonna be curling massive weights like you know, men sort of have all these pictures on social media of you know weight training and muscles sticking yeah. out. It's not about that. It's about, you know, um, small weights, you know, like the weighted ball, for Mm. example. We have so many, like, different sizes, Five start from 5 kg. And then when that becomes easy, go up a little bit, go up a little bit. And then you just feel your body getting stronger and able to lift Mm. these things with good form. Yeah, I think that's that's important, isn't it? You mentioned good form. So yeah. because a lot of people, they don't know what to do. And I know certainly I was like, well, I don't want to injure myself. I don't want to try and lift something that's too heavy. Yeah. So what can people do if, you know, what's well, good and Because we've got, um, we've always got an instructor at hand and we're here. I'm here every morning. If somebody new comes in, we'll be showing them that, okay, what do you want to achieve? And look, let us watch you do your first couple of moves. I don't think there's any gym member that's come in and just thought, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Mm. You know, you have to have, you know, a goal and you have to have like a program that you're going to be following and progressing. Mm. I think this is where people stop doing it because they come for a week or two and Mm -hmm. then they don't see, they don't see um, the reason. They don't see why they're doing something. Okay. I mean, is that just because of how progress kind of changes or because I I know anytime you start something new it will be hard and it will be painful and it will probably be more painful I've realized not the day before it's two days after Uh, not not the day after it's two days after that's where I kind of really start to ache isn't it yeah it's and, you know like p- pain is part of it you know as a doctor that when you work out the muscle 
it's not just going to grow it's going to be a little you know growing pains with that muscle and this is when nutrition comes in as well mm-hmm. so you know when that muscle is growing it needs you need to give it the right nutrients so protein is very you know we push protein a lot mm-hmm. and you can get it so easily like eggs mm-hmm. meat fish um chicken you know these sort of things well i mean we've we've talked about um breakfast isn't it like when we, when i finish we're always talking about okay well now i need to go have some eggs or something in the in the morning yeah. i'm hoping um you're going to take that on board and soon you're going to start breakfast at the gym <laughs> and then i don't have to think about that but you do protein shakes and things for during the day don't you yeah we do protein shakes inshallah that's the dream that we have somebody come in if anyone's interested starting up a um you know nutrition bath you know Mm. I mean, we've got so many ladies in the community. They should come and speak to us about having like a, um, you know, a, a bar or something with, um, you know, healthy foods, healthy meals. Well, if anyone's listening to this and they think, oh, this is a good business opportunity, uh, yeah. I'll, re- I'll tag Reshape Gym on um, our Instagram post um, on Inspire FM and at Dr. Amna GP and please do contact them. Um, and I think that would be great, to be honest. It will save me yeah. kind of finishing even, and being like, oh, no, I need to find something, you know. Even, even like um, like those Buddha bowls, if you had like chicken salad and maybe yeah. some sweet potato and you just have it packaged in a fridge and people, we have like in our classes, we have 30 girls coming out. And as soon as they leave, they probably have to drive through Bury Park and get chicken and chips because they're so hungry. But oh, if they could, yeah. <laughs> if they could pick up, mm. uh, you know, a bowl, and you know, that would be their dinner. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I think it it just kind of needs that discipline. I think every time when we kind of talk about exercise. Um, I think the thing that worries most people is this kind of discipline and but I think for me certainly it's just kind of making that first step I I, I never tell people you know you're going to start today and then you're going to change your life and everything will be different but just taking kind of small steps yeah um, you know if you if you do manage to go to come down to the gym you know a couple of times a week and then just being consistent in yeah. that first and then a kind of yeah, just, bit. I mean you just have to show up like you know this is our USB that ladies only gym number one there's mm. always instructors here checking your form and helping anyone that walks in mm. and you know we have that one-to-one connection with all our members yeah, yeah. and it's just like a community vibe there's it not is, it's really nice it's really nice every time you go you kind of see um a familiar face with a smile yeah. and kind of enjoying things and I never kind of thought that exercise would be that kind of nice (laughs) yeah I mean like so many girls like if they're isolated like literally I had a lady the other day she came here from up north she got married here Mm -hmm. and she said I've been here for 10 years and I've been by myself I'm not part of the community I I feel isolated and this is the first time I've spoken and made friends here oh gosh you know like uh, when you come here you do make friends, you talk to each other and you get a workout. Yeah, so you're ticking all of the boxes. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not keeping it's your not, house at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That, you know, so many posts, if, if people are on social media, so many people say that waking up early um, mm. is so good for you. Mm. Like you get, you, you're so much more productive. You get yeah. so much done in not just gym, but when you leave the gym, you've got a spring in your step. You're more yeah. productive. Your brain's like, you know, energized to do stuff. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, like we said at the beginning, you know, with there's a reason why we wake up to pray Fedra at like at that time. Um, yeah. And it's, then. it's not, not actually to... it's not actually recommended to um you know go to sleep after Fajr either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we should kind of start our, start our day, isn't it? 
Yeah, but it's a bit hard in the summer, isn't it? It is a bit, it is a bit hard, but again, it's just kind of having a having a different routine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, what would you say to somebody who maybe thinks actually, you know, st- strength training is a bit too um is I'm maybe something I can work towards uh, but I'm not quite ready for that is there anything low impact that you guys offer okay so body weight okay you know body weight is amazing if you can move your okay look if you wanted if you think strength training is a bit scary Mm -hmm. do squat look in the mirror or sit against a wall with your feet like two steps forward lean Mm -hmm. back squat against um you know, a wall. Mm-hmm. This is the best way to check your technique that you're doing your squats right. And just hold it for, um, say, 30 seconds. If you can't do 30 seconds, do 20 seconds. This is going to build your muscle in your thighs. Yeah. I think even just increasing, we did a, um, a challenge when we were um, thinking about running the marathon earlier this year. Yeah. Um, to do the plank and I, I was not very good at it at all and to be honest I didn't really keep up with the challenge but I know some yeah. of the other girls just kind of increased or just stayed at that same um you know do it for 20 seconds or 30 seconds and then just hold it for a few for a few yeah. days. obviously yeah. you know, do it for 30 seconds and then tomorrow do another 30 seconds don't just hold yeah. it constantly for a few days but um and then you kind of you, you can surprise yourself at how much easier you find something your muscles actually your muscles actually want to be doing stuff they're actually bored of you just living <laughs> <laughs> they're like do something with me our bodies are so amazing yeah it's amazing and this is why I'm kind of really focusing on these shows like we're coming up to a new year everyone you know in some way as much as people kind of hate to hate the whole kind of new year new me but you know it is a new year it is a new opportunity and kind of mentally I think it's easier for us to take on change or you know change at kind of the new year so we have one month um until that and this yeah. is the time to start thinking about doing things differently, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Even like, um, you know, in the gym, um, everyone thinks if you've had a bad week, we always say, okay, Monday's a fresh day. Monday's are very popular. Mm-hmm. So, you know, start at the beginning of the week and try and be consistent. Just don't give up. Keep trying. If you mess up a little bit, it's fine. Try yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've stopped and started so many times this year. <laughs> Um, and you know when I've spoken about my marathon journey you know I did not train anywhere near as much as I kind of wanted to or planned but it was that kind of background strength but also um, you know just lower impact things like Pilates and yoga and just stretching that you know you guys all really helped with and I think that's what kind of got me through actually doing it on the day because I just felt a lot more kind of flexible (laughs) yeah you know um people have busy lives yeah that's true Mm -hmm. but you can fit in it's excuses as well Mm. um but you can fit in an hour workout just come in and out you've done your thing Mm. and life does get in the way with you and your marathon training you know there's life getting in the way but you're still you know doing something Mm-hmm. towards that goal and look mashallah you ran it which we're super super impressed with which I st- still can't believe <laughs> oh mashallah yeah it's amazing achievement yeah and I think I really do think you know a lot of it was down to just kind of stretching and recovering and that's important as well isn't it yeah, look, looking after yourself, like we really push um, like foam rolling and stretching and all these, you know, because the body goes under a lot of stress, constantly carrying you around your feet, your legs, your everything, your back. They get strained. So if you stretch, lengthen those ligaments, your body really thank you for it. So what about if somebody's not been exposed to any of those things before? Do you do those kind of classes as well? I would definitely say do like um, Pilates with Sema on Saturday morning at 10.30. Um, oh, yeah, that's after the park run. Yeah, that's that's an excellent class. I do, you know, if after the park run, if anyone's thinking of joining park run. Yeah. Um, to come right after that and just walk down to the gym to kind of wind mm-hmm. down and then do Pilates for a good stretch. 
Yeah, I mean, come and do it for free for the runners. <laughs> come oh, and try it. Definitely come and try Semmer's Pilates. Is is you know so good for you, especially after running. These runners have to go through so much. <laughs> it is. It is a lot. It's a lot of strain, isn't it? And we do have to remember to let our bodies uh, recover and kind of make sure that you don't do yourself an injury by pushing yourself too far, too fast, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, it's suitable for all um, levels, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's just how how um, how much you do it, how you do it, mm-hmm. and just watching and listening to your body is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, okay, so that's lots and lots of different options. How do we find out about what the different options are and what runs at what time? So you've so- open from 6 o'clock on a weekday six o'clock to nine p.m yeah yeah yeah. and then we Um, the information's all on our um, website if you type in yeah um reshape what what do you have you just reshape it's on google just google where it's uh you know it's everything's on there on our website on our instagram we reply to messages instantly on our instagram so mm-hmm. we can send you over a timetable. We offer first class free. You can do trial classes. Um, just come and check out and see if it is for you. Excellent. No, inshallah, loads of people, loads of ladies who are listening to this uh, will come down to reach up. I know there are lots of different um, options around Luton. And, you know, whichever one you choose, or even if you choose to yeah. work out at home, it's just about getting out and about or staying in but doing yeah. something and keeping moving isn't it yeah I mean if you if you can't get in like uh, if you can't get into the gym definitely still message us and we can send like a home program something basic that where you should start mm. yeah because that's what some people literally can't get out and like you know if they're carers or yeah. if they have really young children or no babysitters they should still be doing like do the plank hold mm. a squat do you know do something start skipping everyone can skip it's so easy yeah well and it's not it's well it's <laughs> you not. may not you may not be able to skip I keep trying to do all these fancy skips that um I see but on TikTok you but you can just do normal skip you normal skipping I can do <laughs> yeah but you've progressed so much in it like if you um start with you know a certain time start with 30 seconds you're just gonna see yourself you know increasing in cardiovascular strength you're going to be more jumpy you're going to you know everything's going to improve so fast well I think that's a good place to end on just start 30 seconds today or you know plan your 30 seconds for the new year inshallah and that will be of your fitness journey but thank (laughs) you so much for joining us today um and all the details will be linked in um the link on the post inshallah um and inshallah make your intention today to start the new year or start from monday or start from today um to be focusing a little bit more on your health and fitness inshallah i've been dr amna and we'll see you again next time Salaam thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org And follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.